welcome to Yoga Ola Meet, where we examine the relationship of yoga and mindfulness to people's everyday lives and experiences. I'm Dana Baxter. Today, we are talking with Caroline Walensky, a recent graduate of Tufts University, who will be working as an Avodah Fellow for HIAS, an immigrant aid society in DC. Caroline relates to yoga as a way to keep moving, remain mindful, and have a whole body experience. She recommends yoga to create a mindful space in what may be a stressful time and highlights breathing, stretching, and cultivating connection as key components to yoga for her. And now your host, Monica Seeger. Hey, Caroline. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Glad to be here. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. So I just graduated from Tufts University. I grew up in northern New Jersey, and I've always really been interested in culture and politics. I majored in international relations and I really like hiking and being outside and singing Jewish acapella. And I did that a lot in college. So yeah, and I'm moving to DC in the fall and really excited about that. And I love making challah. Those are all great things. How does yoga and mindfulness then go into all these? Um, So I've always been the kind of person who thrives on a really busy schedule and have always been coping with that in different ways um, and different kind of outlets and releases. And usually that's been getting out into nature and hiking or just being outside in some way and going on walks. I guess right before the pandemic, one of my friends took me to a yoga class and I had done yoga kind of here and there, but not stuck with it. But I also used to dance as a child pretty consistently. And I had an injury in my foot and I had to stop when I was about 13. And I took this yoga class and it, for some reason, I'm not sure what they did differently. It really seemed like all the things I missed about dancing and the kind of like fluid movements and the way that you can breathe on your own and um, take things at your own pace was really appealing to me. Um, And this specific class was like candlelight yoga. So it was really beautiful and there were candles and it was just like a really nice uh calming activity and so once the pandemic happened that became a way for me to kind of de-stress and handle everything going on but and since then since things have picked back up a lot it's been a way to maintain kind of going back to normal at a nice steady healthy pace and being able to have an outlet while that's all happening Through the pandemic, did you still do these practices in person or were they offered virtually? Did you do them yourself? They were virtual. Um, I was doing some kind of live classes that were virtual. And then I was just so happy to see that on YouTube, there's just like, I get hundreds, thousands, millions of YouTube kind of follow along yoga videos. And I was just really impressed with that. So I started doing those and finding like different YouTube instructors. And I think that made it a lot more accessible in terms of finding instructors and people who are following along with you that you like, and you don't have to kind of settle for like one person. Um, And I think that made it so much better and so much more accessible to me personally, the fact that it could be one video one day and then a new person the next day until I found someone that I really um, enjoyed following along with. I started doing core power yoga a lot and I was working at a studio um, for like a discounted membership. And then when everything happened with COVID, they gave everybody these online memberships. And so that was also great. And I could go on those videos and kind of pick out things that I liked. Did you find any specific benefits from continuing your yoga practice throughout the pandemic then? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think besides just 
more clarity of mind and the ability to handle things that were stressful a little bit more in stride than I think I would have if I didn't have that outlet. Um, it felt good to, in a time where it seemed like everything stops to have like some metric for progress, like being able to stretch better and be more flexible and get stronger in these ways and use the core strength. And so still feeling like you're improving on something and making progress. And like, there's something at least that's continuing on. And I think what I really like about yoga also is that it is such a personal thing, but also a social thing. I really appreciate the in-person classes and going with a friend and seeing people and learning from someone. But I also really appreciate the fact that it can be completely personal and like you move in ways that make you comfortable and that are serving your body. And so I've really appreciated that. And I think, yeah, just, it has been really helpful for something not to have like ended or stopped during the pandemic. What kind of benefits did you see then throughout your last year of college because you started to do these yoga practices? Um, I think a goal of mine generally has been, especially during the pandemic, to just move my body and not necessarily in any specific way or doing like training or conditioning. But I think it's hard to like, not every day you want to go on a run and not every day you want to do like a boxing class online, but every day it feels great to do a little, like it feels great to stretch and it feels great to use your muscles in a way that's not like stressful and not an impactful activity, but just something that calms your mind and your body. And so I think there have been huge benefits to that from just being able to like focus and have a schedule. And, um, I think for me, I really like waking up and and doing a little bit of yoga right when I wake up. And so that's been huge, especially when a time where schedules are kind of gone for a little while, it's been nice to have something that seems, I don't know, something that makes you excited to get up and stretch and like do something and be active and, and move your body. And so I think that that has so many benefits to mental health and to physical health and not necessarily like a specific goal, but just all around being uh, more mobile. And I have one of my left hip is like, has a weird tightness all the time. And I was seeing a chiropractor for that. And so I've continued to do yoga that has been specifically for that. And that's been super helpful. So that's like one physical benefit that you can't really, I couldn't go into a chiropractor's office for a lot of COVID. And I finally found something that was helpful the mental health maybe is even more important in terms of just being able to, it's hard to like wake up in the same place that you're taking your classes and then studying and then making your food and then studying more and then going to bed. And so having a space that it kind of transforms into something else and it allows you to be in a different place, even though you're in the same physical space. And I think that's been really valuable. How will you take your yoga practices then into your post-college life? I'm grateful that so many things have been available to me during the pandemic, um, especially in, because I think moving to a new city and living in kind of a smaller space, having something that's free that you can access online, YouTube that I've already kind of navigated and learned how to do is super helpful. Yoga and that kind of mindfulness is so helpful with important life changes. And um, so I'm really looking forward to continuing to practice either um, going back in person to a studio, which I think is a great social thing, especially moving into a new place, but also just in terms of creating your own schedule and sticking to a schedule and 
um, being able to like find calmness and mindfulness in whatever space you're in. I think it makes the space I'm in feel more like mine and more like home. And so I'm really excited to have that um, as a really helpful way to transition from thing to thing in life. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you're going to be doing in DC and the fellowship that you'll be part of? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to be a core member of Avodah, which is a Jewish service corps, and I am going to be serving with Hias, which does um, refugee asylum and immigration law and policy, and I will be working with their legal team. So I'm really excited to get to work and it's a pretty large organization or nonprofit that has a lot of employees and the opportunity to work with different offices around the world. Um, and especially right now, I mean, always it's because immigration laws constantly changing and the landscape of all of it is so up in the air all the time because different things happen in the world all the time. But I think particularly right now, it's such an interesting time in the ways that our legal system is changing. So I'm really excited to be a part of it, but it's also it's important work. And I think it doing something that's directly impacting people's lives is the kind of thing where, um, that is right up my alley and that I really like, but also definitely necessitates stuff that keeps you grounded and calm and, um, out of your head all the time. And so I'm, and I've talked to people who have been in the position I'm going to be in and who currently work for highest who have really talked about the incredible benefits of exercising in general, but especially things involve mindfulness. Um, and so it makes it even more important to me and I'm even more excited to keep, to keep practicing yoga. Would you recommend yoga practices to others then even beyond just the political or advocacy sphere? Yeah, I think when I was in ballet classes as a child, there were a lot of people on sports teams that would come, like football players would come and do ballet. And I always thought that was funny as a child. And I think I really get it now in terms of, the like lengthening exercises and things that really stretch you in really important ways um, and are challenging and things that involve your whole body at once rather than isolating um, different like muscle groups or legs or limbs or whatever it is. I think that connection through your whole body is really important. Um, and so no matter what, even if you don't have like a high stress, fast paced job, I think um, being able to connect your whole body to your mind and practice something um, that involves like focusing on your breathing and stretching and kind of muscle building and core strength and these things that are just so important for your physical health that help with all other kinds of things. And I think in general, it's always a good goal to want to be mobile for as long as you can and setting yourself up for that um, way into adulthood, I think is a really advantageous thing. And especially something that's so calming that you enjoy genuinely so much. And so I think Yoga is one of those kinds of exercises that I think a lot of people, no matter who you are, what job you have, or what background you have, is a really accessible and intuitive movement um, and a really sustainable thing because it's really enjoyable, genuinely. It's not something that you're like, I can't wait for this to be done. It's like something that I look forward to doing. And I think um, you can start from wherever you are and there's no, I don't know, it feels a lot more like you can flow and practice with people all different levels. And it doesn't feel um, as restrictive in that way. So I think it's it's great for anybody of any of any creed and kind. <laughs> Do you have any tips then for somebody who might be just starting? What I really liked about yoga when I started doing it 
was that the class I took, the instructor was really encouraging of just moving intuitively and staying in a pose if it feels good and it feels like you need that, that stretch or whatever it is, or it's like working in this muscle or it just feels good in some way. And that was, I thought, great. And so the idea that a class of other people, I think, can sometimes be scary or um, imposing because you feel like you need to keep up. But I think yoga is unique in the sense that there's no pressure like that in good classes and good prof- uh, good instructors where you can really go at your own pace and that's encouraged. So I think I would breathe first and just move in ways that feel good. Um, and I think the yoga comes kind of naturally at that point. And so I really like starting with the pose and then kind of like moving through things um, as they feel right. And I think connecting your breath to your movement is something that I found, I didn't anticipate enjoying so much, but also finding a really important, I think it's a very important part of exercise and yoga in general. And I've always struggled in terms of like when I go running or whatever I'm doing or biking, breathing has always been really challenging. So I think connecting the breath to your movements and just moving intuitively is a really good way to start. Um, But also yoga instructors, most that I've ever found are really helpful and really like they'll move you a little bit or help rotate you or do something that feels um that puts you in the right position so i would not be afraid to ask questions to instructors and um as long as you breathe and move in some regard i think that that's perfect (laughs) awesome well that leads me to my last question for you do you have any last things to say anything particular you'd like to add about yoga or mindfulness in general and just leave with our audience today? I think if like me, you kind of struggle to get into an exercise that's consistent, like I'll, I like running, but then I'm like, I don't want to run every day. And I like playing sports, but I don't, I'm an adult now. So I don't, I'm not part of a sports team and things like that. Yoga is a, a really excellent way to be moving your body and active in really important ways without kind of taking some of the, not even toxicity, but just the ways that we have these metrics of success that are maybe not feasible or accessible for everyone. And I think yoga is truly one of those things that is accessible to literally everyone. And even if it's like just bending down, touching your toes as far as you can and breathing while doing it and engaging your whole body in that, I think um, that to me, that has been like a success. And I think the fact that you can make progress in those ways and that it you can feel good about that and empowered by that and successful in that is a really great thing. And so I think um, it's a really fantastic exercise for those kinds of people and things. And especially if you have kind of a high stress lifestyle or you're running around all the time, it just feels really good to do yoga, even for like five minutes or three minutes. And so I think um, it's super accessible in that way. And I highly recommend it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really loved hearing how you were able to transition from in-person to virtual and still get that relationship with yoga and the benefits from it and how you're going to continue it into the future. So thank you so much for sharing it all with us. Thank you both. Again, this is Yoga Olamit. Make sure to tune back in two weeks for another edition to hear about yoga and meditation within another walk of life. Again, I'm Dana Baxter, and on behalf of Monica Sager, myself, and the Yoga Olamit staff, thank you, and we'll see you next time.